Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Uh, 7 o'clock on Saturday morning. You can tee it up with Full Totoranga. It's 9.32 here on a Tuesday on SENZ. And we're teeing it up with Phil right now because uh, there's quite a bit of talk uh, about in the golfing world, even though the... PGA, the US PGA Tour is uh, on hold, uh, not for long because they begin, begin their season again very shortly. Uh, they're still playing in Europe and there's a little matter of the Ryder Cup, only about eight days away. So uh, we'll talk to Phil about that now. Uh, good morning to you, mate. Uh, first of all, uh, Ryan Fox, can we get an update on, on where Ryan Fox is? We know that he made uh, the sacrifice uh, to stay because he wanted to guarantee himself his card. He made the cut over the weekend. I uh, didn't finish that high, but was it enough to help out? Yes, morning, Smithy. You're right. Um, Foxy's kind of been in the situation of the last couple of years of being able to kind of come and go and, and set his schedule around the, the, the European Tour tournament season and maybe the events that suit his schedule a little bit more than, or suit his game a bit more than... Um, than than he's had this year and um, unfortunately he's in this precarious position where he's got to play a little bit to ensure that he keeps his card for next year. He's 99th right now. He's actually dropped a couple of spots last week with finishing down the bottom of the pack at the BMW PGA and so yes, he's given up those uh, the, the trip to come home. He's got his family over there with him but uh, he's got six tournaments over the next six or seven weeks to uh, to ensure that he's got his fully exempt card for next year. Oh well, um, so he would he'd have to get a, a decent check along the way there, or uh, just consistently making the cut would be enough. Yeah, well, consistently making the cuts mostly not going to be enough, Smithy, because there's um, going to be a number of players that are in the same sort of position, and a few of them uh, finish ahead of, of Ryan, and he could may well make the cut and actually drop spots like he did last week. So. Yeah, one good finish would certainly help. And uh, looking at the courses that are across those six tournaments, um, there's not many of them that stick out that say that suits Foxy's game or where he has played well in the past. The one that does is at the old course at St Andrews, the Dunhall Links, which is in three weeks' time. He's played well at St Andrews just about every time he's teed it up. Carnoustie seems to suit his game along with Kings Barnes. And so it's the Pro-Am format. I'm not sure if he's playing with Warney this year. He's played up there with Warney the last uh, last couple of years and so maybe a little bit of light-hearted banter may well help his game as well in that tournament. Yeah, uh, I think they're great mates. They get on very, very well. Uh, birds of a feather really. They've uh, both got a bit of a cheeky <laughs> aspect to them. So 
Hey, um, let's start talk about the, this Ryder Cup because it is, it, without doubt, one of the true, truly great sporting events, uh, and I, I absolutely uh, will be glued to it. Now, let's look at both teams now that they've been finalised. Tell us, um, what does a captain's pick mean? I mean, what are we looking for in a captain's pick? Are we looking for current form? Uh, are we looking for a kind of bloke who's going to walk into the team room and make the team gel together? What, what are the actual qualities they need? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting question, Smithy, and as experienced as it is, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a few numbers here and then pose a question back to you. Um, I, I think, look, both, both teams have got form players, no two doubts about that. Uh, and, and you know you don't, you don't become one of the best twelve players in Europe or the best twelve players to represent the United States, and your game is not up to it. So, you know it's, it's fair to say that uh, if, if you're a captain selection, and, and things have been changing here in the last few years, uh, certainly in the US side, um, where they've gone a lot more to the players as opposed to the captains, and said, okay. These are the players we're looking at. Which ones do you think are going to gel with your game? And certainly the senior players on both sides have had a lot more input. The European team have done that a lot more uh, than the US in years past, and their record suggests that that's been a successful component. But, but the question I want to throw back at you is that Captain Padraig Harrington and Steve Stricker have gone in two totally different directions with their captain selection. Stricker, they, they changed the uh, the format, or they're certainly qualifying format, and the number of captain selections he had with this Ryder Cup being delayed 12 months due to everything that's happened in the world over the last couple of years. He's gone with four of his six selections being rookies, being young guys, being form players that have uh, certainly shown themselves over the last 12 months or so. For, for uh, Padre Carrington, He's gone with, well, one of them is his best mate since he was a kid, Shane Lowry, um, and, and the Open champion from a couple of years ago and, and someone who's played very well. You wouldn't call him a young player, but he's going to be a Ryder Cup rookie. This is going to be his first go-round. And then he's gone to the stalwarts in Sergio Garcia and Ian Poulter, who have delivered on so many occasions for the European team over the last few years. So the question is, is what's more important, is it exuberance, the usefulness, uh, the rookies, or is it experience in this situation? Uh, and, and for mine, look, you can argue both ways. You, it will be very interesting, however, um, with, with whistling straights that are being played in the United mm. States, um, with a golf course that's longer than most on the European tour, whether that may well play into the hands of the US team. I look at that. That's a very uh, interesting point that you bring up there. I look at the, the personalities there, and of the two that, um, of the three that you mentioned, Garcia, uh, Lowry, and Poulter, I, I look at Lowry as being fairly staunch sort of a bloke. You, you can see that he's enjoying his game and what have you, but his emotions you, you, you think are a little more kept in check and, and under, under his cap as such. When it comes to the Ryder Cup, Sergio Garcia and Ian Poulter seem to get younger. So I think this, the exuberance, because they are the ones, they are the ones that the crowd look to to fire them up. And Poulter uh, belies his age uh, for five or six days every two years, and he looks like a, a, a cat that's just got the cream, a new kid on the block. 
and Garcia also is, is a bit of a motivator. So I see those two guys in that kind of a role, a dual-purpose role, regardless of how old they are. So that would be my my take on, on that one, Phil. But what, what I need to know really is you look at feeling in a team, you look at wanting to play for each other. The Americans seem to have, you know, in the past, a bit of an attitude about them is that they almost know each other too well uh, and know each other's traits and they don't want to be part of some of it. And I put one of the guys in there that's missed out, uh, Captain Fantastic or Captain America, was Patrick Reed for so long because of this very event and now he's not there. Yeah, look, he's he's been divisive in the team as well. Um, And when you have a look at that, you've got a few characters there that, that maybe aren't putting the team first uh, or haven't done that in the past. Uh, Bryson uh, is, is certainly a lightning rod uh, and, and not all of the players, when I have a look at that US team, not all of the players would expect to receive a Christmas card from Bryson and vice versa. Um, you, the, the, the long-standing, uh, I guess, <laughs> relationship breakdown is the PC way of putting it, but uh, quabble, I guess, that uh, that Bryson and Brooks Kepka has had. Of course, Kepka's got a wrist injury. We don't even know whether he's actually going to be fit enough to go. Um, and then you throw a cat amongst the pigeons all together with, we were also just mentioning this, and Billy Horschel, who won the BMW PGA and wasn't one of those players that was on the shortlist for Steve Stricker um, after he made his selections. And so there's a little bit of, I guess, uh, disruption, some uncertainty around the US team. Um, numbers mean really nothing. They are the hands-down favourite, Smithy, on paper, as they are most years, because mm. of the strength of the FedEx uh, Cup and the, and the PGA Tour. However, when they all teared up, and I was speaking to Andrew Coulthard, a former European Tour player on our show on Saturday morning, he says when you see them standing on the first tee, uh, Poulter, Garcia, Westwood, regardless of what their form looks like, they can look right through the likes of DJ, uh, Justin Thomas, uh, the, the young guys on, on the European, on the American team that may well have the form and they may well have the majors, but when it comes to playing for their continent, uh, they look absolutely right through them as if they're Mel Gibson on the fighting fields in Scotland. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolute great. Uh, I like that analogy. Phil. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you again, of course, next Tuesday when it's only a matter of uh, a couple of sleeps away from uh, beginning at Whistling Straits. In the meantime, uh, you can uh, listen to Phil on Saturday mornings at 7 o'clock here on SENZ.